The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or get us on The Blitz Facebook page. Find The Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter's at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. Eh, and maybe try not to because some of you guys are just being jerks. Uh, oh, and watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Missed the first hour. Uh, you missed me getting a haircut, which everybody seemed to uh, care about. Can see it on Twitch. And uh, talked a little bit about uh, Balco Bob Baffert cheating. And uh, then we got into some media stuff. And um, and, I, and I, did ask, I did ask for some opinions, and I, I do want some differing opinions. Somebody trying to explain to me why it's different, right? So let me... Uh, so the difference is media guys can be completely wrong and they have to deal with some dude on Twitter fingers while those professionals lose their job. How many years did Bill O'Brien have that job? Mm. Longer than most radio careers, I'll tell you that. And then he's, Lamont said, Fred, you're moving the goalposts. I ain't saying media shouldn't have an opinion, but valuing a media person's opinion over a person actually doing the job is insane. I know some of these GMs are lame, but y'all were damn near equating mocks to GMs. No, I'm no, we you weren't. Is- you, you, and, and again, you totally didn't listen to a word I said if you're saying that. I said there's a whole bunch of people who shouldn't be doing these. There's also people who are very good at it. And and there's a reason Mike Mayock got hired by the Raiders. That's what I'm saying. It's a, you're, you're, you can't just lump all this stuff into one deal and make gumbo out of it. I you, do you like gotta gumbo. Eat, you got to eat the shrimp separately, man. And, uh, and somebody said, well, there's a difference between guys off the street criticizing you and you guys criticizing them because you get paid. It's like, well, but if you have Twitter, you've got a voice. Yeah. You've got a media voice. Like it or not. Dr. Runberg says, I remember when AJ thought Russell Wilson was fool's gold. He admitted he was wrong. It's funny how being a human allows you to change your mind. I'm very human, Dr. Runberg. I was wrong about Russell Wilson. I do admit it. There's been a lot of things I've been wrong about. I think Russell Wilson was the last thing I was Did wrong I accidentally about. block Lamont or something? Because... I don't know. Maybe you did. Or or mute him? At Donut Texan? Yeah. He got a new account because I think his old account got Well, I know, but I, I didn't... For I think because he was bad-mouthing the media. But, I mean, if he's tweeting at me, it's not showing up. So Yeah, you're mentioned on this tweet. Okay, so... I, you blocked Lamont? No, I didn't. No, maybe you muted him. I Honestly, I haven't muted or blocked anybody in months. I mute so many people now. Really? And it's really a life-changing thing for so me. So how do I see who I've muted? I've, I've got to figure this out. I don't know. Like, you can click... There's, there's a way to look at the list. If you if you go to his Twitter account... Okay, what is And you it? click on... At Donut Texan, D-O-N-U-T Texan. Okay. And you click on it. It'll tell you if you have him muted or not, and you can unmute him. But honestly, well, where does it say mute? Because I mean, he's there. Did, like, I did see you click him on his account. Now I'm on his account. Does it say? Does it have a little, uh, like a a little circle? Like, I'll I'll uh, I'll pull up a person who used to work here who I've muted. Okay. Um, because there was a lot of complaining about uh, some things that I was tired of seeing. 
So I just muted the account. Huh. Um, let's see. Yeah, it'll say under like so. See where it says followed by blah 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 right. blah blah blah. Underneath it, it will say you have muted tweets from this account. I Unmute. Have, I have not muted tweets. Well, there you go. And yeah. You- so if you're on your phone, at least if you go to settings under privacy and safety, it shows you muted, and then you can look at the muted accounts or the muted words. I'm a, that you. Don't I'm want. a big muter. I like. Well, see, I I didn't mute him. I, I really I, didn't. And now I'm I'm because I'm being mentioned in this conversation. I feel left out. What I found is I'd like to be able to dis- to defend myself. When you block people, what people will do, and I like people will always send me screenshots of this as soon as I block someone. Like they'll we'll have some sort of an argument, and then they'll make it personal, and then I'll block them. That's typically the way it, it used to work. And then I would get a screenshot from someone uh, uh, that would say, uh, "Look at this! Look at this big puss who blocked me on Twitter. Couldn't handle a disagreement." When I don't, I don't block. I never blocked people who disagreed with me. I blocked people who say stuff to me on Twitter that they would never in a million years say to my face because I'd slap the taste out their mouth. So what I've what I've learned is, if you just mute those accounts, then they're screaming into the air, and like they they think they're saying a bunch of uh, of crazy things to you, and I never see it. And oh my god, it's so liberating, and they like. Blocking people gives them the power. Muting people takes their power away. That's what I like. Yeah, I've never, I've never actually, I've, I've never muted anyone. I've blocked some people who, frankly, I don't want to deal with. John Granado w- reminded me I was wrong about LSU, so I, 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 I was, I was wrong about LSU. It yeah, wasn't as much that I, I was I, wrong I, about LSU as that I was wrong about Clemson that year. Can, can we? Can can I go back to that? No, you were you were because I thought I knew LSU nah, was good. Yeah, I just you knew they were Clemson good, but you was, also never really. I didn't buy into you did. Them being you did find reasons. Great. Well, yeah, you did find reasons to tear down why they wouldn't be Clemson. Yeah, you're right, and and so. and you know what? And my opinion, like my initial opinion on Joe Joe Burrow was like the year before he had his Heisman year. I, I, Joe Burrow is the reason why LSU sucks. Joe Burrow sucks. And it took me a long time into that Heisman year to really start buying into Joe Burrow because I was so entrenched on what he had done leading up to that where he sucked that I didn't want to give him credit. So sometimes I'm slow to come around on things. But, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It happens. I mean, you still haven't bought into him being a pro yet because there's not well, enough no. sample size to admit you're right or wrong. Yeah, there and. It's funny, when I was out in Vegas, I was talking to RJ, and one of the discussions we had, he believes that if Joe Burrow, knowing what we know now, if Joe Burrow would have been in this year's draft, he would have gone ahead of Trevor Lawrence, which I find laughable, but RJ believes it. And, I, I mean, that's his opinion. He believes that. I believe there's zero chance that a team would take Joe Burrow over Trevor Lawrence, even if you even even though he's played one year in the well nine ten games in the NFL and he did look pretty good, I I still think they'd rather take the upside of the unknown that comes with Trevor Lawrence. But it doesn't mean that I I don't know. There's there's sometimes like I like I think the book on Joe Burrow as a pro hasn't been written. Joe Burrow as a college player, that LSU team, my opinion was wrong on him. And and that was proven over the course of that season. Well, I, I my concern with him was that maybe the same concern that 
I think people would have with Mac Jones is that he was just surrounded with so much talent. I also think he was really good. He showed me last year he has the potential to be very good. I don't know yet. He certainly doesn't have that kind of talent with the Bengals. And so he says, both wrong about Tannehill. Fair statement. Not really. Uh, we were right about him for most of his career. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and you know what? Hey, He changed, not us. Yeah, good, good for him, though, <laughs> that he got in a system that worked for him and he got away from a horrible coach. And most guys don't get that long. That They don't get that second chance. Most guys get that far in their career and they're as garbage as he was. Yeah. They don't get another chance. So, no, he you know, it, now... Would I take him on my team? Yeah. I mean, I'd take a lot of other quarterbacks first. But to to act like the first five or six years of his career didn't happen is kind of... Yeah. Mm. He was just a guy for a long time. But he has gotten better. And there it's are... Very, it's like Alex Smith. But there are guys who will get better given the opportunity. Sure. If they, line, if they wind up in the right spot. But most of the time in this league, you don't get that chance to keep going. So... 713-780-ESPN is the number 713-780-3776. So um, next segment. We take our tops off. Uh, no, no. Oh. But uh, I want to do something a little non-sportsy, if, that, if that's okay. Uh, are you sure about that? That's not what my thing says. My thing says show off my beautiful hair on Twitch because uh, Dr. Linville did it. And guys, if you're on Twitch, go and check it out. Got the haircut today. I've been telling you I was going to get it. And uh, you can really see the difference it's made. And it, it's my real hair. This isn't a wig. This isn't hair plugs. This is hair they took off the back of my head. And it's not a wig. Top. It's definitely not a wig. It's the best. It's tremendous. And Dr. Linville did it. If you go to 975hair.com, uh, you can get a free consultation today just for, your, just for ESPN listeners. And just in time for summer, man. And, and the cool thing is, uh, if you get it done now, by the end of summer, it'll start growing out, and you can do whatever you want with it. And, and I can't tell you how happy I am with it. And uh, the cool thing about Dr. Linville, he does this neograft procedure, and so he takes your own hair and puts it where it's missing. And he just wants to help guys who have these issues, guys like you, guys like me, guys like him. And when you get your consultation, take a look at his hair because you'll, you'll I'm telling you, let him talk to you. He'll just say, hey, look at my hair. You want that? You got it. That's what you can get from Dr. Linville. 975hair.com set up that free consultation 975hair.com get your hair back today just like me transference of flesh as my essence is eternal hopping from body to body until my spirit's path meets its end and I'm called home to the source to sleep again till I meet it you're listening to the blitz on ESPN 975 You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Now, see, you're stirring stuff up again. I'm not a stirrer. With, with, you know what, though? It, Trevor Lawrence, we're, we're talking about him on Twitch. There's one of the guys there that thinks he's overrated. The one thing that I will say about that is we all pretty much anointed him the number one pick the day he walked on campus as a freshman. And nobody really nobody really moved off of that. But 
Yeah. Well, did he, I mean, he didn't give me much reason to move off. Of yeah, it, did you? I mean, but he, you know, it's also it's also not like he was just legendary in college. He was good. He was really good, and you know, I think he has all the tools. I think he'll be good. Don't, but I, I, I mean, I'm he, not, was, he I, was one game away from being legendary. How so? The one bad game he ever played in college football. Well, that's not entirely fair. He didn't play very well in that North Carolina game. They almost lost. Uh, he had one other game that he. I don't know, it was Boston College or somebody. He wasn't great. I, I mean, he, he had more than one bad game in college. He consistently he was pretty good. He had one bad game. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, he he had games that maybe weren't, like, amazing, but he did not have more than one bad game. I, I've, I've gone through the, the data on this. Uh, well, what you define as a bad game. Well, I, I think, okay. I mean, I, that that's the thing. I mean, I, you know, I'm not expecting him to go out and go – 25 of 30 for 350 every time with six TDs and one pick. But, you know, there are games where he wasn't as effective. Well, sure, but that doesn't make it a bad game. But, like, a I mean, bad game is a bad game if you're, for a quarter, if, But if you're, That North Carolina game, he, he threw, he threw 18, he was 18 of 30 for 206 yards, uh, one touchdown, no picks, and a rushing touchdown. Is that a bad game by anyone's standards? 206 yards passing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One not, touchdown? It's, it's not a good game. Uh, it's not, but it's not uh, a bad game. If you don't throw uh, any picks, you don't turn the ball over, and you score two touchdowns? But you don't move the ball up and down the field like you, you're supposed to? That's if, bad? If you're, the, if you're the number one prospect on the planet? Again, you're saying if you're the number one prospect. I'm saying a bad football game. That's not mm-hmm. a bad game. Mm-hmm. Okay. By your definition, it's not a bad game. By by my definition... Two touchdowns, no turnovers. But, by your definition, that's a bad game. Uh, okay. No. 206 yards passing yeah. is not a good game. He didn't even play the full game. <laughs> he didn't have to. No, they almost lost. Yes, he didn't play the full game. Mm, okay. 45 yards rushing on 11 attempts. That's not great, though. I mean, that, you're, I'm, you're, I'm you, but no, you're, using, that, you're using that as an argument. You're of, using it as an argument for a bad game, and it's just false. No, but you're using it as an argument to try to back up that this guy's Amazing, nope, and, that's not, and the I didn't truth pick is, that game out of mid out of nowhere. You did, and you were wrong. No, I'm not wrong. I mean, that's I, not I, a bad game. I don't think that's a good game. I'm sorry, but you do. You think it's a bad game? Uh, yeah, it was a bad game. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Okay, it, uh, when it, when a quarterback doesn't turn the ball over at all and scores but two that touchdowns, doesn't, that doesn't and mean that's he, bad. That doesn't mean he played a good game, AJ. It doesn't, but it's not bad. Okay, he didn't okay. cost. Listen, his team we obviously game. have a difference of opinion, and I know. That I can't say anything about Trevor Lawrence without you dropping on your knees in front of him. Mm-hmm. But you know, listen, I'm 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 just saying, I get the guy's point. We we anointed this guy day one, and he's been really really good. But when you kind of and you can't, I mean, last year is one of those you have to really be careful with because not they didn't not everybody played as many games, and and frankly, I don't think Clemson gave a rat's ass the first half of the season. And I think if you go game by game there, of course, he missed a few games too. But I think he's going to be great. Hell, he's going to be the quarterback of the team that I've been a lifelong fan of for two weeks. But I also don't think it's ridiculous for somebody to say that they've got questions about him. And I think people had questions about Andrew Luck coming out of Stanford too because if you looked at Andrew Luck, all the tools, production-wise though, he never really put up big numbers at Stanford. Well, Andrew Luck didn't win a national championship and play for another one. Andrew Luck didn't beat, No, but... He I, didn't go out and dog-stomp Alabama when everybody thought Alabama was the best team in the history of time. No, but he also didn't have those kind of players around him, and that's, you know... Now, the question is, do you think 
you know, what do you think of the players at Clemson versus the kind of players that say Joe Burrow had around him? Or, you know, because I think, I mean, really, what did he do that Deshaun Watson didn't? Well, he he lost two games in his career. Deshaun Watson lost, what, four in his first season? Yeah, he also went to two national championships, right? So did so did yeah. uh I mean that's what I'm saying. What did he what did he do that Deshaun didn't? And, and he inherited a team that was already that good. Yeah. I mean, I again I, I think he's gonna be great. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's not, but I also you know, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and totally dismiss the people that say, eh. Maybe and, and, I, I have questions about him. That's and, fair. That, and it is fair to have questions about him. And one of the things that we talked about um, when we were talk, like when the discussion was, well, is what, what makes him who's better, Deshaun, or and we were talking about would you trade Deshaun for that first pick uh, for Trevor Lawrence? And in in his entire career, in three seasons at Clemson, Trevor Lawrence threw seventeen interceptions. In in now in three seasons. At Clemson, Deshaun threw 32, but he threw more than 17 in the last year he was there. Yeah, he did not have a good year the last year. So there's no question. So and and listen, man, there's going to be every player who comes out is going to have bad games in college. There's very few guys that are like, well, start but, to finish, just elite every single game. No, and look, I agree with all that. the The difference is when you're at Clemson, when you're at Alabama, when you're at the LSU team that was that good. You can have an off game. You're good enough to win. Mm-hmm. And so that's not a, a real fair judgment. Now, to say that he played an easy schedule is probably fair, but they still, those weren't easy teams when he got to the playoffs. No. And, and frankly, last year, I mean, Notre Dame was not an easy team. So uh, I, I don't buy that part of the argument, but I think it, it, just, it just does seem like one of those things that we all just decided this three years ago. And nobody ever really qu- now. There's not another quarterback I would have taken before him. Would you take Joe Burrow over him? Uh, I, a fair question. I would not. I think the better question is: Would you take Justin Herbert over him? Justin Herbert had a better season than Joe Burrow. He did, and it, he didn't have a torn ACL in his first. Well, year. And, and that's the thing, though. I think Burrow is actually starting to look pretty damn good for mm-hmm. a rookie quarterback on a really crappy team. Uh, no, I would take Lawrence over both of those guys. Um, Are you saying that as an, a lifelong Jags fan? or No, I, I'm saying that as <laughs> if you give me one quarterback pick over the last three years, then this is the guy I would take. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think he's going to be good. Okay. He has a glorious beak, which is important. But that doesn't mean he's going to be good. And, no. and, and I think the people who question it, I think it's fair. I, I honestly think it's fair to question... Oh, but guess what? I was right. About? I, my One of my opinions was right. I said this six months ago. Give me Trevor Lawrence's NFL career going forward versus Deshaun Watson's NFL career going forward. Mm, I've been yeah. vindicated. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you win. Yeah, you, you win that one. Thank you. Uh, one, one thing I feel, okay, I'll, I'll give an opinion here that I think will hold up. I don't think Trevor's going to get rapey. I don't think so. So he's foolishly mm. stuck with that girlfriend he's had for all his life. Yeah, yeah. He's pulling him a homes. Although he's he's not really a handsome. Yeah, he's not. But listen, so when I you can got see that him kind of dough, to, yeah, you're I, a little I, more I handsome. can see him when he gets to be the guy. 
but you know, no, but I just, I, I, not arguing with you about Lawrence. I just think, uh, um, I, I don't think it's unfair of guys to bring up that question because we basically, I mean, he's looked really good, and. But I mean, but he never did anything close to what even Mac Jones did last year. No. And now that's where you have to get into, well, what was around him. He never did anything close to what Joe Burrow did. Does that mean I take Joe Burrow over him? No. I'll say. I would not do that. He didn't do anything close to what Joe Burrow did statistically. Right. But they, I mean, they, but all three of those guys have one thing in common. They all want a ring. Uh, Yeah. They all led their teams to a ring. Yeah, but I mean, when you're projecting, and guess what? That's what people do. Sure. You're projecting what a guy's going to do. To me, production's a big part of it. Are you productive? Are you more productive than the guy before you? Um, I, I think he was more productive than Watson. I also think he had better players around him than, than maybe what Watson did. Mm, that's but, close. I mean, you know, but I mean, either way, they've got elite players there that are better than all but three teams in the country in most years, right? Yeah. So... Anyway. All right. I got to tell you guys about TGS Insurance. You want to save money on your homeowner's insurance. Actually, you may not even know what you're paying for your homeowner's insurance. But I'm telling you, you know, if you don't know, you're, you'll find out and you'll want to save money on it. You'll say, well, wh- if TGS is offering me the same coverage from an A-rated insurance company for less money, why wouldn't you take that? It wouldn't make any sense now, would it? Uh, guys, it's so simple. Text the word money to 232323 they will ask you for your address and they already know they've already checked the uh the the rates for your place believe it or not it's a little creepy i guess but they've done it so you you text money to 232323 when you send them your address within 15 seconds you'll have a full and firm insurance quote right there in your inbox and if you don't like it, you can throw it away. There's no obligation, but chances are you will. The average customer saving $900 plus a year. I saved over 1000 Text the word money to 232323. See what you could be saving today with TGS Insurance. The boyfriend bussy me, I am her dad. Has she ever had? There's no postal bread. Now she buy a pole, come. ESPN 97.5. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Behold the king, the king of kings. On your knees, dog. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Happy Tuesday, everybody. And you know what that music means. Time for What's the, it mean? It means it's time Tell for the, me, Fred. the legend, the king. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. Oh, and, and you know what? Are, are you doing his show Sunday or no? No, I did it last Sunday. Oh, okay. So he, you know what? I guess he's going to book he just, it now. He just broke your pattern. <laughs> he just slammed the ball in your face. He just said, suck it, Aaron. 
It's Jerome I'm, Solomon. What's up, buddy? I'm I'm like the national anthem singer who finds out what the over under is, and I make it whatever I want it to be. You're right. I, I'm you, playing with the odds, but you only get to bet fifty bucks on it. So that's right. <laughs> it's, it's, look, hey, if you got a lot of friends and they all put fifty bucks up, you can get paid. Yeah, I don't have enough friends for that. So, uh, I wanted to ask you this before we get started because I I haven't seen anybody else jump on this, but. Your your boy Nick Casario's press conference, mm-hmm. and he's he's asked about Davis Mills. Aaron, will you play this for Jerome? I want to get his take on this. Oh Lord! <laughs> it might be, a, point, might be a bit of a loaded question, but David Shaw called his quarterback one of the steals of the draft. What do you think? About that? Uh, yeah, I'm not a draft expert. David, I had a lot of respect for David, so you could talk to David about what he thinks. So. Um, your general manager is not a draft expert. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that uh that that's that one in in his defense if you want to call it a defense that's that's belichickian that 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 <laughs> of all the rules that belichick has the his main rule when it comes to dealing with media and he lays it down with all of his players and everybody works for the team and and most people who work for a team don't get the chance to even talk to media is you don't talk about what somebody else said period end of discussion you, you don't talk about somebody else almost anyway but certainly not about what somebody else said even something like that it's just so he was trying so hard to go i can't say anything about what he said because that's i've been trained like a robot not to that he you know managed to slip out well, that i don't know what i'm doing on this well and let's not even comment let's not even comment on the quarterback i just drafted to my team i'm gonna go on his college coach because i'm not a draft expert that, that's, this guy's a dumbass he's, he's another I, dumbass jeez it's it's he, they're trying so hard and and he, I, I thought you were gonna play he was asked about deshaun watson and the quarterback situation and he went on this long meandering answer about you know, making mistakes in OTAs and getting better for the next play. Yeah, I, re- I read that. I read his I response like, yesterday. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? He like, wasn't talking just, about anything. It was yeah. word salad, as Zerline called it. He's fighting really hard not to answer the question is is the thing. But, yeah, that that's a Belichick thing. And he, he doesn't like people talking about anybody. He, w- there was one time uh, I wrote about, um, I don't remember who it was now, but some rookie. And he's a rookie DB. And I think I asked him something like, hey, you get you get to go inside and slot against uh, Wes Walker every day that has to, you know, make you get better in practice or whatever. And the kid said something like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going up against the best slot receiver in the league every day. I can't help but improve. It'll, you know, work on my game. He shows me what I'm not doing. And, you know, if I don't if I don't do well against him, you know, he's going to kill me every day, whatever. Some some real basic thing. Right. Well, heard from sources Belichick put that up on the the screen the next day and just ripped this rookie to shreds like how the hell you know who the best slot receiver in the league you've never played in the league what are you talking about why are you telling Solomon this and that's that's Belichick <laughs> like you it has nothing to do with winning or losing it's just he he thinks it does and that's all that matters oh uh- no, no offense, but the, it, that's just stupid. Yeah, I, I really, right. I really feel <laughs> like is. you've got yet all this is is a Bill O'Brien in a different position. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where he's even hired a puppet coach. So here, here's another cat who wants all the power, who says the same kind of crap O'Brien did. Basically, this is what we've got again. 
Yeah, and they, they you notice they didn't let the coach speak yesterday at the uh of course you wouldn't the the golf gathering because all the message is going to come from the general manager he it, it, i i don't know him personally well enough to to start you know making grand pronouncements about him but he's surely coming across as someone who he's gotten some power now and he's never had it and he's going to enjoy every moment of it and it's uh it'll be interesting and 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 i'll tell the people i mean they're actual still Texans fans out there. None of it matters if the guy knows what he's doing and wins. The problem is Bill Bill Bryan's Bill O'Brien's issue wasn't his personality. It was that he was ripping the team to shreds and didn't know how to win. And then you add in the ridiculous personality on top of it, you know? And I, that's the I thing. He's doing fine. Well, yeah, he's I, just doing just fine. I, I think that uh you know, rather than give the guy the benefit of the doubt, I'm gonna look at the owner who hired him who's a dumb I'm going to look at the the preacher who hired him, who's a dumb. And guess what? He's a dumb. So far, that's what he's shown me. You're not going to be fair because he doesn't deserve any fairness. He has because he, he and he hasn't asked for it. You know, he's not, he hasn't presented a, a personality that would make you even be sympathetic toward him. Or going, hey, got a long way to go with this team. I think the guy is smart and can get it done. Instead, he's coming across like you're. you're it's reasonable to believe that four years from now, you're like, man, when are they going to get rid of this guy? Well, I, I was, I was you know? giving him the benefit of the doubt until he started opening his mouth. And then I realized, oh, boy, here we go. This is, this is just another guy who's going to put his arm up David Culley's back and, and talk for him and move his mouth. And it's another O'Brien. And I don't think this guy knows what the hell he's doing. And, and, and it seems like no coincidence as soon as he leaves, the Patriots have a pretty good draft. Yeah, I, I, and the, the not knowing what he's doing, I'm I'm not quite there yet. But I I do think that 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 first draft pick just sounds really odd because you can find a guy like that every year somewhere. So if you need one of those guys, you can go find one. Hell, they have one on the roster already in Ryan Finley. So like, I so I that just made so little sense. It's like. It's it's like you're outthinking the rest of the world because you think you're smarter than them, which Bill O'Brien tried to prove regularly. I'm smarter than everybody. Watch what I do here. Watch what I do here. Uh, Jerome, and, are you an Ivy Leaguer? Uh, I didn't think so. I didn't that's think the problem. so. Are you a draft expert? <laughs> not a draft expert. Not an Ivy Leaguer. I'm not a know. draft expert. That's who? How? And, and again, I know what he was trying to say. It just sounds really stupid for it. Yeah, I mean that's kind of NFL GM. That's kind of yeah. your job, dude. Yeah, and and the simple thing is, even if you don't want to play that game with the question, just say, I, I hope he is still in the draft. That's why we picked him. Yeah, I hope he's the best quarterback in the draft. Uh, I'm not really an expert on those things. Yeah, <laughs> like you, when you, and that's the thing. When you, I mean, Fred, you've been around this long enough, and you, say, Major, you guys have people on when they come on. To not answer questions, those are the worst interviews. Like, well, why are you here if you're not going to try to answer the questions we're asking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we usually just get rid of them when that starts happening. That's the way to do yeah. it. Yeah, just all right. Well, we've run out of time. Thanks, Jerome. We'll talk. No. Uh, yeah. so, now, well, real quick, I, I was listening to your last segment. Yeah, I, I, y'all being y'all being very unfair to my boy Andrew Luck. You know, you know, I'm now I'm a lucker. He's uh first person to put him on the radio when he's the in ninth lucker. grade. On, the, on ESPN 97.5, in fact. But, no, Andrew, it's several things, but the, the the biggest one is before luck, I think 
it was nine or ten years prior to that that Stanford had a, a first round draft pick. And only one in the previous 20 years or something. After him, they didn't have another one for another five years. So all those other guys you mentioned playing with all these first round picks and first round wide receivers and, you know, over and over. Uh, Andrew wasn't playing with any of that. And then his last two seasons, Stanford lost three games and all three of them were to teams ranked in the top four. Two of them to Oregon, now, and well, then well, like, nobody oh, was dog, okay. dogging Andrew. But oh, I know, I, yeah, I'm I know you weren't about statistic, I, statistics. Yeah, I know you weren't dogging him. But what I was productivity saying productivity coming into the league, you look at that and you would say I, that he's yeah, pretty but, average. But that's not why he got drafted number one, and, and right, there's no one yeah. who wouldn't have taken him number one. Right, and that's what I was saying. Yeah, you weren't dogging him, but it was like, oh no, no, no. He his statistics were ridiculous for what he was playing with and the situation he was playing in I mean, and the wins he put up. He had know? a white running back. Of course <laughs> it was ridiculous. It, I mean, it's insane that he even made it to the league after three years of that. But not only did he get drafted or that, he got that white running back drafted. Like that, If that's not a sign of respect, I don't know that's what a, is. That, that's a guy who's delivering miracles. Yeah, he got a white running back. Drafted to the it, NFL. It, it really is one of those funny things that where Stanford just has no business being in the mix with all of this stuff, and and uh, Luck and and uh, what's the name, the head coach Har- Harbaugh. Just we they make people forget that Stanford is Stanford. You know what I mean? Like no, Stanford is still Stanford. They're they don't belong with the big boys in football, and it was pretty impressive for them to even be in that mix for a few years well if you if you recall it i mean maybe even a couple years ago people were like oh david shaw is going to be the next big nfl head coach and now like he's been coaching stanford for long enough that people figured out oh he like that's just he's a stanford football coach that Mm -hmm. that's uh and and, and people still like him like i I'm, i'm not so sure aj and i know how much you love um your boy with the Celtics. I'm I'm not so sure that Shaw isn't absolutely outstanding and special, just not good enough to 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 keep Stanford up where Stanford doesn't belong. Well, here's what I would say know? about that. If if he were spe- like do we agree that the Pac-12 as a football conference is very mediocre at this point? Yeah, but but that that doesn't help Stanford. I mean, that doesn't make it easier for Stanford in in a certain way. I'm like, saying if, I feel like if he were in a mediocre conference, and he were really a great coach, he would be shining there. Yeah, see, see, I don't, I don't see it that way. I see it more of it's still Stanford, so it doesn't. What's around them is is part of the problem, and and because the Pac-12 isn't great, there, there, there's a player or two they can't get because they're like, well, I don't want to play in the Pac-12, and Stanford, unlike Alabama or Clemson, they, they can't miss a player. Like they need every player that they can get. They, they. You know, and when they miss out on one, they get stuck. Now, you know, also, I'll, I will in in support of what you're saying. They got the number one quarterback for several years, uh, in, including boy uh, Davis Mills. Here, they they started getting some top notch quarterbacks after Andrew Luck was gone, and and didn't take advantage of it. Well, I'll I'll just say, in sort of defense of what AJ's saying. David Shaw's never really done anything with anything that wasn't Jim Harbaugh's players. Right. They've gone yeah. they've gone downhill since Harbaugh well, left. Well, and let's also remember like when you say they're not Clemson, let's remember no. what Clemson was pre-Dabo Swinney, like the Tommy Bowden yeah, or Tommy yeah, but, West but, but, era. But, but, St- but Clemson had been good before and Clemson 
it, everybody on planet Earth can get into Clemson. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Watson is proof of that. <laughs> well, he's the oh, smartest no. guy in the world. Oh, that guy's right? got a four IQ. Jeez. <laughs> Matches his jersey. That's why he wears four. But, I, it's but a, it is it's not at all where I was going with that. One. There is Sorry. something to like, you know. It, I understand Clemson is a place that you can win at, but Jim Harbaugh yes. also proves Stanford is a place you can win at. Right, but Jim Harbaugh has also now proved you can't win in Michigan, well, which yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, and right, so it, so you tell me you can't tell me now that Harbaugh can't coach. I'm like, well, we we're pretty sure he can. He did it at Stanford. He did it at, with the 49ers. Well, what the heck happened? I mean, like, I, circumstances play a big role in this. I mean, like, I, yeah, and I and I'm a Shaw fan. I I get I get where you'd question him because I'm not going to argue in favor of him. But I just know it ain't easy to get done I'll, with. I'll say this: Harbaugh pulled off a miracle. I think what what I mean was because I do think David Shaw is a decent coach. Mm-hmm. I just think the the idea that David Shaw is like some sort of transcendent coach that should be in the NFL instead of in a middling Pac-12 program. Has kind of been disproven. I, I still oh, think. Oh yeah, yeah, no the, doubt. I, I and, that, that and that's why those coach. guys. I just think yeah. he's not a guy that should be looked at as like this hidden gem that like someone's going to have but, to woo away from college that, football. That's why I've always argued from way back when I first started covering colleges in, in the Big Twelve. With uh, Bob Stoops was the one one of the first ones in in the time that I was covering sports, and it's like when the NFL thinks you're great. Go take that money. You better take it. You can always come back to the, to colleges because the money is there. Taking the, I, uh, uh, Kevin Sumlin should have gone to the NFL and yeah. failed. Oh boy! Oh yeah. <laughs> and Instead of going back to, to college and failing, yeah, right? You you can come back to college and fail automatically. Go to the NFL and fail first. That's especially when the money was three yeah. times what it is in colleges. Because for those how kind of how guys. hard is it for him to get any job now at, at the college level that he can he can do anything with? I mean, he may get a uh, FCS job or something, but a job where you can't win almost. Mm-hmm. He's he's almost stuck for life, and yeah, he's 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 not going to be having any problems financially. But had he gone to the NFL and taken that five year guaranteed money, he'd be that much better off. Period, and and would still you can fail in college. I mean, in the NFL, and still come back and get a top college job well, if but, you were I a mean, top coach. There there are Celtics fans who want Brad Stevens to be fired, and I promise you, if Brad Stevens is fired. There are a lot of college basketball programs that would throw the moon at Brad. Yeah. I think there's a lot of there's NBA some pro teams, teams that too, would, yeah. but but yeah, I, I think you, you it is smart to take it when you've got the chance. And there are some guys. Let's see, I, I don't know why the, his name's blanking on me. The the Florida Billy Donovan. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't think Billy Donovan is much of a coach at all. But I, mm-hmm. I, I do think that Billy Donovan was a good college basketball coach, and he he had a bunch of first round talent. Uh, at Florida that they didn't historically get, and he was able to win a couple titles with it. So the brand was hot, and he jumped at the NBA. Yeah, I, I don't blame him because hey, if had, he still, had he stayed in Florida, yeah, right, he, he, then then we'd find out how good or not good he actually is. And most people, you don't really, you don't really want the world to know how, how good or bad you are if if the opportunity exists for you to not have to prove it. And you and you can succeed. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like if you don't have to race Usain Bolt, don't get on the track with him because he's gonna beat you. <laughs> You're much better off if people just think you can run with him and pay you for the belief. the The aura is almost always better than the actuality of 
of especially with these coaches because man these these general managers and owners and these athletic directors and school presidents they it amazes me how much they hire on strictly on reputation they don't they don't do their own research in 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 many cases they don't dig nearly as deep as as you or i think we would if we were in their position maybe we do the same thing but i i see some of these hires and and then when you find out later they're like well he was a hot coach like why was he hot because i wrote it in a column and it was the front page of usa today that he's hot you know what i mean like it's you guys do more research on a person you're hiring to do you know saturday morning something or other than they do for these million dollar jobs it's amazing and they just they'll just hire a guy because he's He's the biggest name out there. Bill O'Brien, for instance. Like, wh- why, for real, why in the hell was he the hottest coach back in 2014 for any NFL team? Because, it, he, because he recruited the number one quarterback in the country, and they had a good season with him. Yeah, they only lost like five games. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. And coming he, off, coming off a massive rape scandal, they were like, wow, he did way better. Not even a rape scandal, like a, a child abuse rape scandal. Mm. They're like, oh, well, they weren't as crappy as we thought they were after we basically death penalty him. He must him. be great. He's got to yeah, be a like, brilliant dude. No, he, he'd been coaching for 20 years and hadn't gotten a head coaching job anywhere else. He, he'd been coaching offense for his entire career and had never had a great offense at any of those schools he'd ever been at before. So but, why it, all of a sudden is he an offensive guru? It, it, oh, not, oh, not just an offensive guru. big numbers at Patriots. Whoa, a quarterback really? guru. <laughs> Like, he, yeah. like he really, and he carried that reputation to the end. The like quarterback whisperer is like, what? yeah, he's very whispering. He's not saying nothing. It's yeah. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady's not listening to him. You don't, you don't get credit for being a quarterback coach with Tom Brady. Imagine Bill O'Brien at that point in, in Brady's career. Imagine Bill O'Brien talking into the headset, like you know, they got the headset inside their helmet. Imagine Bill O'Brien comes over the helmet uh, speaker to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's just pushing whatever button to shut him up. Like, hey, I got this. Don't talk to me. Like, where's Bill, the mute? Bill back on. Get out of here. <laughs> exactly. Here, dummy. Get, where's Belichick? You're a dope. That's that's how coaches are hired. It's 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 fascinating to watch it. And you if you go back and look through the history of the, it's, most coaches fail. That's just the way it is. And the coaches all use the same lines. Like that maybe Bum Phillips, you know, probably pushed it out the most. Of they're all just waiting to get fired but a lot of it is because they shouldn't have gotten hired in the first place yep. and and we started this with the texas general manager and i he's got the credentials to be a general manager i guess i mean you know he's he's been with he, he's had some secret job with the patriots for 20 years because they don't ever tell you anybody's actual duties yeah, he's basically belichick's <laughs> male lover is what he was that's that's his whole thing <laughs> And, and and Easterby did the secret uh, ceremony for the two of them. Yeah, anyway. I mean, so man, it's uh, but again, three or four years from now, you might be saying, "Man, I was wrong about that guy." And you know what? And if I am, I'll be the first one to admit it. But it so far, so far, all I see is you know the same BS we saw out of O'Brien. It's just a different cat. He's just skinnier and goofier and says less. Basically, I, I will, and, I will, and he's I'll, not a draft expert. I know that. I got that for a fact. Really, the the one the one thing that he can do, the next thing that he can do, and this will be there's not anything he can do except this between now and next year's draft where he's not an expert is how he how he handles the uh, Deshaun Watson situation. Yeah, well, that, that, that's, that's going to determine 
ev- almost everything you think about this guy is going to be determined by how he handles that. Yeah, because you right now I mean? his rating is a one out of ten, mm. and that will determine if he can get anywhere near average. Is yeah, what he does. And with if, he, if he doesn't come out of that at average, he might never be able to get to average. He'll, he'll never get to average if he doesn't. They won't. They won't have the draft capital that he can mess up and get there. Yeah. So it'll. It'll. It, it's. I'm still. I. I know. I know. Everybody think it's zero percent. I still have it at about a ten percent shot that, you know, everything calms down and Deshaun Watson plays for the Texans again. Oh, you're but. Mm. But but I, I'm I'm being generous because I just I think with with a, a high percentage of general managers and owners in the NFL, that's the case. Well, this I, owner, this owner, and this general manager, and that clown who's you know they're his right hand man. It, it, this might not be the case, and unfortunately, the Texans and their fans might be the ones who uh, who have to suck it after that. No, I I really wanted to give. And AJ can vouch for this. It's like, I hope Casario is the adult in the room. I hope they finally got somebody who knows what he's doing. And yet he keeps the clown snake around. He, when you listen to him talk, he doesn't know crap. He just sits there and makes stuff up and talks mm-hmm. in circles. And then he acts like he's not a draft expert. This guy's a dumbass. I don't and, think he's acting like he's not a draft expert. No, he's not. He's a dumbass. He, he might have been honest about that. I, I, I'll tell you this. The one thing that would concern me if I was a Texans fan is, and, and I know this about Casario, you have to be, because Belichick is about image and about what you put out there and what you don't put out there. The, 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 but can we stop having, trying to be somebody cons- you're not? They're not okay, Bill well, Belichick, well, either he, one of those ass clowns. He, he, he can't help it. He doesn't know any better. But if I, I no, I'd want him to be like Belichick or try to be. But Belichick, one, he would have fired Easterby by now anyway. But you don't have him standing next to you at the draft. Why? Why? What? What do you gain from that? Except more negative publicity, more, more of a. I thought you said he had nothing to do with the draft, but he's the one celebrating yeah. you drafting your quarterback. Oh, and he goes out of his way to keep saying, "Oh, he's not involved in personnel. He's not oh, involved. Well, sure, why, he's why not. Is he he's right standing there? right there with his hand on your butt." Exactly. Even if he is totally involved, get him out of the damn room so people will stop talking about him. You know, yeah, he's not going to do it. They're they're lovers. Uh, I think Belichick dumped him and he went to Easterby. That's what I think. You can't say that, that stuff. That, I know you're going to get in trouble with your newspaper. I'm sorry. All right. I, I was just going to say that would that would be a kind of a step down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, one who, fish, who, two fish, red fish, be- blue fish. Better? <laughs> are you getting uh, Are you getting letters from prisoners, Jerome? Uh, I no, I used to get letters from prisoners pretty regularly. I haven't heard from any in a while. We used Fred to would also. Know when, Fred worked, when Fred was in the office, we got prisoners wrote us all the time. I mean, we used to get yeah. prison letters all yeah. the time. We had a couple Over guys who were consistent. I think they got out, though. I think so. I'm I mean, glad. Both got, and I'm happy, and I hope they stay out. Do you think they don't listen yeah. to us in Beaumont anymore? Is that what you're saying? No, they listen to us in Beaumont. Okay. I just, you know what? If, if Drop us a letter, guys. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Just, uh, 50, we miss you. 5353 West Alabama. And uh, we'll, we'll be happy to read it. Why don't they ever drop the, uh, a Nielsen box in, in the, well, that'd be nice. one of those units? Yeah, that'd be uh, nice. And, uh, yeah, talk about a captive audience. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> that was bad. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. That Jerome, great stuff as always. Later, Thanks fellas. a lot. All right. I have to tell you about Lawyer Dave, who uh, hasn't called in because you know why? He's in a depot right now. He, he's working. He's doing the things that Lawyer Dave does, which is take care of the blitzers. And if you've been in an accident, doesn't matter what kind, 
18-wheeler, industrial workplace, slip and fall. Lawyer Dave has you covered. And if you wind up with a bad hospital visit, they give you the wrong drugs, guess what? He does that too. Practices everywhere in Texas. And here's the best part. Doesn't charge a dime for his consultation. So if you give him a call and ask him a legal question, if it's not something he does, he'll put you with somebody who does. And uh, if it is, he's going to take, and he takes your case, guess what? He doesn't get paid a dime until you win. And if you need medical help because of your accident, guess what? They'll, they'll get you an Uber. They'll get you an Uber to the doctor. They'll take care of the doctor. You don't have to pay anything, nothing out of pocket until you win. And uh, we were hanging out with Dave on, on Saturday talking about a lot of his cases and a lot of things he's working on. And man, he has taken care of the blisters now for years. Give him a call, 713-626-8900, or go to Twitter at LawyerDaveLaw or LawyerDave.com. 713-626-8900. Need a lawyer? Better doll Dave. Bow down to the, bow down to the cave. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5.